Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda, presented by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Hallelujah. I want to welcome each one of you to the watch and those on the World Wide Web. We bless each one of you and your families. If you don't mind, remain standing just for a moment because often on Sunday mornings uh, we get to say the Apostles' Creed. But uh, tonight I thought we would confess together the Nicene Creed, which is also uh, one of the creeds that the, the church universal says there are other branches that will say the Nicene Creed when they do say this creed. But many churches don't say those. But these are amazing truths that we hold to. And so say after me, and it may be slightly longer than the Apostles' Creed, but say after me, raise your hands if you don't mind, and say, we believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, begotten from the Father, before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of the same essence as the Father. Through Him all things were made, for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. He became incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made human. He was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. The third day he rose again according to the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again with glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will never end. And we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. He proceeds from the Father and the Son. And is with the Father and the Son. And is worshipped and glorified. He spoke through the prophets. We believe in one holy apostolic church. We affirm one baptism. For the forgiveness of sins. We look forward. We look forward to the resurrection of the dead, of the dead. And, to life and to life in the world to come. In the world to come. Amen. 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 Praise God. And we want to thank Michael Nikem and the whole worship team. Will you give them a big clap? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now you may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, I want to read you 
from the scriptures, from the words of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 18. And uh, verse 18, these are the words of Jesus. And he says, truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you, say two of you, agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them. Say it shall be done for them. It shall be done by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three have gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. This is awesome. And even tonight, praise God, the Lord has allowed us to come together. Praise God that we live in a free country, but we are not disallowed. Now, there are agencies, some we don't or may not even be aware of. Some say COVID was a bio-warfare weapon sent out perhaps by China. We don't know. I don't know. There is some who suspect the effects of it were quite negative for the church. But guess what? Jesus is Lord. Say, Jesus is Lord. And he gives us the victory. You are an example. And I'm so proud that we can be coming together now. And we want to be able to encourage others who are not able to, who are discouraged, or who were words of fear were spoken where they made them feel like something, a pestilence is going around the world that can catch you. And Psalm 91 tells us that we have angels and other scriptures, of course, that tell us that the blood of Jesus protects us. That here, the scripture says, we have an authority that whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever we loose. So we are binding and we pray in the name of Jesus tonight and we can agree together. There are more than two or three here. Thank God. And we'll keep on encouraging, keep on people Believers in the Carolinas who have somehow been made fearful, made anxious to be with other people. Some are even afraid. Their husbands are wife and their wives. Wives are afraid of husbands. Husbands keep away. Six feet. Wear a mask if you're going to talk to me. <laughs> and 
Now we find out majority of the masks, maybe all of the masks, really don't count to anything. They're not effective. So these are, quote, authorities. And now, you know, I, I am personally, I've been made suspicious. Even of some who in years ago, maybe 100 years ago, we used to trust, but who now are more, my heart says, we had a great country, but certain agencies are working. You know, one of the key fig scriptures I like in Acts chapter 1, Jesus says to us, say to us, Believers. Say, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. So it's to us. Chapter 1, book of Acts. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Say power. So there are different kinds of powers. The government powers, agencies, bureaucrats, all of them. Now, have you heard they're going to tr uh, hire maybe more, about 80,000 plus IRS agents? Did you hear about that? And they're supposed to have guns. And uh, 80,000. They're not going to be twiddling you up their thumbs. I pray. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But these Upcoming elections are really major. And we have fast, started a fast this last week on Tuesday. And God gave me grace to jump into that fast. And uh, for the next about 40 days since last Tuesday. We're going to be fasting together. That means, you know, you, uh, my book on the hidden power of prayer and fasting is a, has, was and has become a major bestseller. In the nations, has been translated into 40 languages. And so, but I explained some things that I don't have time to explain. But... There are different kinds of fasts, and we see them in the Bible. There can be a three-day complete fast. We see that in the book of Esther. And uh, when it's a very critical need, years ago when our first son was born, Ben, he, was, he had surgery, a six-hour surgery for his little bitty kidneys. And uh, the x-ray showed that it was pretty critical. And I think, I remember both Bonnie and I went on Esther fast. But Esther fast is quite intense. And I wouldn't recommend more than three days because if you do it without food or water, then there is the Jesus fast, or the complete fast, which is you drink water but don't eat. Then there is Daniel fast. God honors every fast. So you could 
say, I'm not going to have a lunch. This is my fast unto the Lord. Or I'm only going to have a big salad, but not eat meat. Or I'm not going to be, eat dessert for seven days or 14 days. Those are all different kinds of fast God honors. And I taught a little bit about it on last Sunday, but we started. We wanted to start off, some, and we have started off. And I'm, I'm hearing different reports, and I want to say to people out there, send us your prayer requests. Send us things that are weighing on your heart. Let us know where you're from so we can contact you back. And if your father is sick, your mother, your, your child needs a promotion, your son needs a job, or, or your daughter or daughter-in-law that have been trying to get a child in heaven. These are all we have, I think I've said in my book a little bit, but there are, over the years, we have had many wonderful, wonderful testimonies of place, situations where the, the daughter has been told by the doctor she's not fertile, she cannot have babies, and then the Lord does a miracle. Remember Hannah in the Bible? She has a baby. And uh, I mean, again and again, different times. But this is a corporate fast, which is different from the personal. You can do personal fast for some personal needs, but we also can fast together for your needs or other people's needs. We have already been doing it, and we're going to do it more. I was even, there was an appointment for me to go, I mean, we were going to pray for a horse. And then when they asked me, will you go pray for a horse? I did not say, nay. I said, yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, but we have had examples of, I mean, way back, I remember many years ago in Ohio, there were 500 people waiting in line to get prayed for. I mean, there were 3,000 members in the church. And uh, they brought a dog. The, the lady came up to me and said, my best friend is dying. Will you pray for him? I said, of course. Which hospital is he? So my best friend is outside. Uh, I said, what's your best friend doing outside? Bring her in. He said, my best friend is my dog. So I said, we'll wait for him. Bring him in. So here is a beautiful German shepherd she brings in. And, uh, bring, and everybody's waiting. And the dog, dog comes in, and I remember... I said, hello. And I feel sometimes I can read dog language. And he, he said, hello, Pastor. You are good looking. And, uh, but I put my hand. God says, don't lay hands suddenly on no dog or no man. <laughs> but I put my hand over the dog's head. I remember it so clearly. And he got slain in the spirit. Fell, I mean, literally like people. Poof, it went down. But I, a week later, I got a letter and a picture from the lady. And the doctor was completely healed of cancer. So it was, we have seen all of these things, and we remember many of the healings that God has done. 
So God answers prayer. And Jesus himself pointed us and directed us. This kind does not go out except through prayer and fasting. So that's why we are doing this together. And there is, I mean, nuclear power that's hard to describe the amazing power that is released in a body, in a church, when a number of people come together and say, we are agreeing in prayer. So we are agreeing in prayer for certain things. We are repenting before God and turning our face towards him. We're humbling ourselves and asking on behalf of our families, of our children, of our nation, Lord, heal our land. Heal the economy. Heal, Lord, our borders. Heal, Lord, that we will have righteous authorities. That, Lord, that we will decide as a nation not to kill the little ones and the babies, but they will have chance to, to live and not die. And some of these things, we will be going over some of those things over the next six weeks. And, uh, and our God hears. And Second Chronicles 20 is, there are several uh, examples that I did go over last, last Sunday, but the, in the book of Ezra, chapter 8, you find he is a group of people. And they are going toward Jerusalem, and there are terrorists or bandits on the way that could kill a lot of them. They are not soldiers. They are not an army. And they are afraid. Oh. And so they come together and fast before the Lord and ask, Lord, you protect us. And the Bible says that God heard their prayer and gave them protection. That they went all the way to Jerusalem. And uh, then they're there, they built the wall, and just beautiful scenery. And uh, so, by the way, I wanted to recognize a good friend of Bonnie and I, Doug Curtis. Doug, wave your hand, stand up for a moment, if you don't mind. We knew him more than 35 years ago. And uh, I had the privilege, Bonnie and I had the privilege of doing the marriage wedding ceremony. He got married with... Uh, Pastor Jim Croft's oldest daughter, Kari, used to be Kari Croft, but now it's Kari Curtis, because they got married 33, say 33. 33. Yeah, makes me feel kind of a little more senior. Uh, but uh, it was a great day. We, and we spent part, part of the day on a boat, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, it, it was off the coast of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So we, we were pastored. Jim Croft and I were like partners in crime, in a sense. We were senior pastors of the church, Good News Church, and Derek was our senior. Derek Prince, one of the greatest Bible teachers in history, was our senior elder. And it was a, some wonderful anointed years. And then Brother Derek moved to Jerusalem, and Bonnie and I felt led. Uh, we knew we were, God was releasing us then to go somewhere. And we got a letter from 
44 pastors, I believe, 44, right? Uh, approximately from Charlotte, saying, we heard you might be moving. And we believe God is telling us that, to invite you to come here and pastor a church here in Charlotte. So we've really felt God a witness. And we moved here. So we were invited, and we were sent forth from Good News Church by the laying on of hands of the pastors and elders. So, and of course, we have been here many years watching and praying, and you are some of the examples of those who we have watched and prayed, and the message of watching and praying has gone across the world because of your example, of our example here. And so Second Chronicles 20, the King Jehoshaphat and his life and what he did when he felt, when he heard that three mighty armies from different, three different nations were coming to conquer Jerusalem and destroy the people. At that time, they, I mean, the men did not live. The women and children were taken as slaves. And it was a major threat. And he came to the house of the Lord. This is the house of the Lord. This is the house of prayer. And they gathered together and they prayed. And Jehoshaphat declared a fast throughout all Judah, it says. And God heard their prayer. There was a prophetic word that God, as they went out, that God would be their shelter and protect them and, in fact, give them the victory. And when they, the praisers went, and remember, it is important for us that some men wonder why are we, we, of course, it edifies us, it builds you up, charges your batteries, like nothing else as we get together and worship the Lord. There is a divine energy that God imparts over you that you cannot have any other way. I mean, it's wonderful if you can log on and watch. That's really encouraging. But if you are, the preferred thing is being able to be, be together physically, where two or more are gathered together. I am there. That's, I mean, there is no greater assurance that you can have that the Lord is with you, that he gave his word, and he keeps his word. Say he keeps his word. And Jesus is keeping his word even tonight as we gather together and pray and seek his face, humble ourselves, that uh, the Lord is here with us, the Lord is hearing, and he is faithful. And we begin with worship and praise. And it's wonderful. It builds you up. We connect with the living God. And dwell. God dwells in the midst of his praises. And as we praise him, the Lord's presence is with us, blessing you and automatically, by the way, he shelters your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren will come under a special blessing and protection. They may be far away, but we have seen examples of people being blessed. They are far away, but we agree with their parents and the glory comes. And I often give examples of the Ivory Coast and the cabinet minister who asked me, I mean, it was such a blatant almost, but I love telling that story of the cabinet minister of the Ivory Coast coming and saying, we sent our daughter to study 
there were French-speaking colony, former French-speaking. And so she, sent, she was sent to Paris, France, and was taken by the drug traffic and became, started taking drugs. And then they ushered her into prostitution. So she became a prostitute. They did not hear a word from her for five years. And then uh, we had, Bonnie and I had been going through seasons of prayer and fasting as I did my mission work. And I went to the Ivory Coast. She had that picture and he was weeping and I took that picture and said, we sent angels to rescue Angela from this drug addiction and these pimps in the name of Jesus and something fell off her. And she phoned five hours later after that prayer and was able to fly back and she was delivered. So we have seen example exam after example. That's why this is not just theory, but we have practiced and we have seen God do mighty things. And he is going to do more. Greater works than these shall you do because I go to my Father. And so God is set to do miracles. Amen. God is about to set loose his miracle power and his revival glory over you, over your children, over your grandchildren, and he is blessing, and God's going to give us a turnaround even now over the next few months. And in November, there is a critical election that's going to be happening for the House and the Senate, and part of it will be deciding a lot of key, key critical things. But you know that some, I mean, the devil is obnoxious, and he is he's active. But God says, Jesus himself said, whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose will be loose. So we loose revival glory. Amen. We loose the power of God. We loose angelic glory coming over all the 50 states and giving us revival. We ask that the people who will be elected to the House of Representatives will love the living God, will honor the Bible and the principles of the Bible. We kind of really can't believe our, our eyes and our ears when they say they are cast, taking 10-year-olds and castrating them. And boys are being turned into girls or into... Where, and girls are made where they will never be, they're going to never be able to be fertile or have a baby in the future because they are trying to, I mean, it's somewhat, sounds really insane. It sounds horrible. And as, you know, some of you have heard that Bonnie and I have our first grandbaby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. For all grandparents and parents, how dare they touch our children? And how do they bring them into a place where they doubt their own sexuality, the how it, that they are a boy or a girl, and then they will be trans, trans transformed or given injections to 
just all kinds of junk. And, but whatsoever we bind on earth will be bound. Say, it will be bound. And so we bind the doctors and the, all the representatives of this thing that turned, would try to capture our children away from the living God, away from their parents, and in fact possess them for this, whatever these values are that are horrible, that are anti-God. So anyway, this is some of the things, the reasons why we are taking our assignment seriously from the Lord. And we honor each one of you. We honor each of your prayers that they count and they are important before God. And it's affecting history. It's affecting nations. And talking about nations, we wanted to tonight especially turn, send our prayers to Great Britain and uh, to the royal family there that Queen Elizabeth passed away yesterday. Um, she was a great queen and lived to be 96 years old. And when she passed, we felt a kind of grief and a sadness. I mean, 96 is a good age. But I wanted to let her live 100, go, go on to 100. Last year, her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, passed away. And they were a great partnership together. And uh, uh, we are how many of you are former British subjects? Can you put your hand up? Yes, hey. Yeah, wave your hand. I didn't. There are more than I thought. <laughs> uh, and I was born in a British colony, Kenya, Kenya, Africa. Is there someone from Kenya? Yeah. Hi, Jambo. Habarigani. Oh, yes. See, she speaks Swahili. I speak a little Swahili, too. <laughs> and uh, so when I came here, I was asked, you know, went to my, got my bachelor's and then went to graduate school and then was called to pastor and then became the luckiest man on the earth. I, so a beautiful woman started coming to my church. And uh, I said, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was kind enough. When I asked her to marry me, she did. And so we married more than 45 years ago. And so... Um, but I became a British, I mean, I'm a, from, I was a British subject, British passport, all of that, but became an American citizen. You're an American citizen, right? Are you, are you American now? Yeah? Who else waved the hand over there? Are you American or British? 
South African. Oh, yes. Amen. Um, the, the thing was, though, I do want to point out that tonight's watch, I wanted to especially send our prayers and our blessings to Great Britain, the British people, and the British Commonwealth, that uh, we really honor Queen Elizabeth. And I was barely out of kindergarten, I remember, when she came in, of all things, visiting Kenya as Princess Elizabeth. And she didn't know, realize, but at that time, her father was really being attacked with lung cancer. And uh, while she was in Kenya vacationing, oh, something like that, though she, they always do some work. Um, her father passed away, and I so remember so clearly her taking the plane from Nairobi or somewhere in that area and then flying back to London. And because she, at a very early age, became, was going to become, and in fact, a year later, they crown, crowned her. Uh, she became, and I remember as a first grader, I would go out into the streets there in, in Mombasa, Kenya, and every, almost every store had big signs, E second R, which meant, uh, you know, R is a Regina. Elizabeth II, Queen, Elizabeth II, and she became Elizabeth II. And for all these many years, so she lived 96 years old and uh, was uh, just an amazingly diplomatic and gracious lady that whether it was, there would be conservative or social or socialist or labor. And there were her, the first prime minister that she saluted or came to salute her was Winston Churchill. So she, is, she was right there. And she was a volunteer in the British Army in the Second World War. And, uh, and, she, and then while she was as one of the first presidents she met as she became queen was President Eisenhower, who was General Eisenhower. And we want to just, the reason, I wanted to just say a few words, this area was because British, um, the, the British uh, nation has been a major ally of the United States. And um, the, even in the First World War, the, the United States went to be with the British. And they were some of the closest allies. There were others, but they fought the battle with Germany in the First World War, I don't know how many of you remember this, but uh, do you know that the song, over there, over there, the Yanks are coming, the Yanks are coming. Did you remember, if you've seen the old movies, uh, this was a major 
musical on Broadway in the 1920s and 1930s. But here is the song. It says, Johnny, get your gun, get your gun, get your gun. Take it on the run, on the run, on the run. Hear them calling, you and me, every son of liberty here. Hurry right away, no delay, go today. Make your daddy glad to have had such a lad. Tell your sweetheart not to pine, to be proud her boy's in la line. He might have get, got killed there, but anyway, over there, over there. Send the word, send the word over there that the Yanks are coming, the Yanks are coming. The drums rum rumming everywhere, so prepare, say a prayer. Send the word, send the word to beware. We'll be over, over, we are over, coming over, and we won't come back till it's over, over there, and then go on, over there, over there. So that's in the First World War. That's 1914. But we were allies with Great Britain, and uh, then came the Second World War in the 1940s, and Queen Elizabeth was a young girl, and she got training to be a driver and a mechanic. And she drove people from the U.S. and the British Army, and, uh, uh, and she met this wonderful young man at that time. And he, he was prince from the Greek uh, and such royalty, but he became Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. And I remember him and the history of them. And uh, one newscast, uh, Piers Morgan, in fact, talked about Queen Elizabeth and how she had been for 1996 years almost, being like a warm blanket of comfort for the British people. And that is really a great statement that she did not, was not allowed even by the Constitution, but it didn't matter that she could not declare herself political, but whoever was prime minister at that time, conservative or labor, she was there as the head of state. And whether it was Winston Churchill or the next prime minister was Labour, named Harold Macmillan, that they all both talked about what a wonderful lady, young lady she was. She was very, she was barely, I mean, she was in her 20s when she acceded to the throne and lived long. And, you know, the... Blessing from Star Trek, live long and prosper. Well, she lived long and prospered. And so we pray for this, you know, in Second World War, you might have seen the movie Longest Day. Or I mean, it's great portrayals of our alliance with the British. And so when we needed people to come alongside with the Korean War, for example, the Americans went, and they were mainly involved. But whole bunches of the British soldiers came to help 
the Americans during the Korean War and, and other wars in Afghanistan, for example. The British were there to help us. Uh, so we have been close allies. So it's, it's appropriate tonight on this watch that we honor and say blessings uh, for this lady. By the way, Billy Graham met her several times. And how many of you know Dr. Billy Graham, you know, uh, our own great evangelist? And, uh, and he lived to be almost the same age as the queen. I mean, he, he lived long and prospered, but he definitely underlined the faith of the queen, that she was a very wonderful, committed Christian all these years. And she was centered and uh, so she was there backing the allies. And so we honor her and we bless the British people as they are feeling the loss of this special lady who was also a real friend to the United States. <clears throat> and uh, he sent blessing to them during this fast and pray for the peace of, and blessing for covering. Right now, Europe is involved in this weird, strange war with the Ukraine and Russia fighting uh, the British right now, I think they have gotten involved where they have to help the Ukraine. But again, we, we just pray that this will, that shalom, that peace will come, that Russia and the Ukraine will make peace, that these killings will stop uh, in the name of Jesus, that... Um, we really, there are different people. The Russians, of course, are cheering their side and those that are allied with Russia and those that are allied with Europe are also praying and there is a lot of stuff happening right now. On, and they, uh, <clears throat> of course, we're going to be praying uh, for our nation. By the way, I got a text. Um, I haven't had a chance to call, uh, confirm, but supposedly there have been threats made against a local high school, Fort Mill High School, in fact. So we are covering tonight and agree, let's pray and agree that the Lord will give covering for this high school for the children and the teachers and the principal and all those involved that the authorities will have a chance to find out who it is and bind them and arrest them and find out what's happening right there. But and we also want to pray tonight for Sister Darlene who's had certain issues with her hips and we have of course we have been covering her and several other even Katie we've been praying and sister Alice Makoviak and anyone and we want to cover every family tonight 
in prayer. I'm glad we can be watch and pray and be together. Whatsoever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And we have authority. Say, I have authority. Turn to your neighbor, say, you have authority. And turn to the other neighbor and say, we have authority. So we are going to bless every one of your children and the children that are in this church. And of course, we are going to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and pray for every city in the United States of America. The, the violence, it's getting insane. Have you seen the videos of people? Just for no reason. No, no one is bothering anybody and someone comes from behind and smashes their, them on the head and they go into a coma. And this is a demonic spirit that we have authority to bind in the name of Jesus. And we're going to bind these spirits of hate and murder and uh, racism and all these things. And, and then the spirit that would attack our children and try to possess them and confuse little people that they need to just learn about arithmetic and, and languages and basic stuff. And right now, COVID has really tried to hurt the education of our children that are growing up. There are many ways some people think they may have missed about two years where they could have progressed. They've gone backwards. So we are praying for God's grace. This is an important time for us to turn to the living God and pray. Thank you, Lord, that you're giving us. And then our borders, that there are massive millions of pills. Have you seen pictures of the rainbow-colored pills? And they're like little, little candies. People barely, I mean, you just take one and you're dead. And I heard interviews of parents whose little boy, little girl were in just in college and just were tempted and they take one pill and they're dead. And we want to bind uh, the spirit. That's, so there is, it is time for us once again to rise up in praise, in worship, in thanksgiving. Call on the name of the Lord and bind the enemy and release the power of God. Release the power of the Holy Spirit. Release the holy angels of God to deliver our land and the nations, we pray. The Lord will give them covering from this pestilence in Jesus' name. So, Let's take a moment. Let's go to the Lord and praise Him once again. Michael, lead us as we worship the Lord. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Javda, visit us at javdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.